0: welcome to how to deal when the shit gets real podcast. I'm Rietta.
1: And I'm Connie. And today we are here with Melissa. So Melissa, how do you deal when shit gets real?
0: Or just tell us
1: about yourself.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I do drink a lot of coffee. So that's my go to. Um, But yes, I am Melissa. I am the owner of Southern Sweet and Sassy. And we are a military spouse and veteran owned roasted table coffee company. Um, Strictly e commerce, no brick and mortar here.
1: That's actually one of our first questions. Do you think there's ever going to be like a brick and mortar store in your future?
2: At this time, I don't really think that there is because it kind of negates the whole roast to table aspect that my company prides itself on because having a brick and mortar would mean we would have inventory. And if we have inventory, we wouldn't roast our beans to order. So it's something I might think of later on down the line, but right now I like being different. Now that makes sense. A cute
1: like little like coffee shop is more like what I was thinking. Like a great like on-base coffee shop. I don't know. Things just come to me.
2: (laughs) That would actually be kind of cool. If I can have a coffee shop on base serving the military population only,
0: I might rethink that.
1: Hey, ideas, you know,
0: I'm just throwing out some ideas. (laughs) I would totally be there. I don't drink coffee as much. Well, I have to drink decaf. I love coffee. Coffee does not like me. So I have to usually drink decaf. So as long as you have decaf options, I would be there.
2: I do. I have two decaf options. I have a six bean blend and I have a Peruvian citrus. So
0: I'm ooh, that sounds super <laughs> fancy. <laughs> Both me and Rietta at the same time. Ooh, yeah.
2: <laughs> It's one of those where you drink it, you know, with the pinky up. That oh, sounds like it. Honestly. <laughs>
0: We're going to have to pretend we're in like Bridgerton or something drinking coffee. Exactly. (laughs) I want to know what your favorite coffee drink is since you make coffee and you live and breathe coffee. What is your favorite coffee drink? And like if you just make coffee at home, like how do you take it? Cream, sugar, black.
2: My favorite coffee out of my coffee, of course, is Bali Blue River. And it is one of my single origins. Um, So it's it's a really good it's like a medium roast. But of course I love really all my coffee, Um, but I use a French press. I completely stand behind using a French press when you make your coffee at home, because you really get the taste of like the full bodied taste of the coffee, as well as, you know, the oils that the coffee kind of steeps in. So I'm not really a K cup drinker and the percolator. Yeah, no, the percolator is kind of a little old school, but the French press is the way to go. uh, 100% agree.
1: Have you branched into the world of espresso machines?
2: Not the espresso machines. No, I have not. But um, I do have a line of espresso that I am working on putting on my website. Mm. It's slowly but surely because you have to think about I have 38 different types of coffees. And I can also have 38 different types of espressos. But it requires me you know, completing the labels and the FDA requirements and the back in, you know, yeah, um, put it on my website. So it'll, it'll get there eventually.
1: Uh, also funny story about French presses. My husband has literally broken four, if not more, like I honestly, I can't even keep track at this point. Because like, and it's not even like, oh, you're pouring in like the water too hot or anything like that. It's like, oh, I accidentally met like tiny knocked it against our granite countertops and it has shattered everywhere. And that's pretty much happened to all of ours. I was like, are you serious?
2: was gonna ask how in the world do you break a french press but yeah i can see the glass beakers and yeah yeah, i have two glass ones but i i have stainless steel insulated ones on my website so you can't break that unless you're really really special (laughs) sometimes i think he
1: has like one time it was literally like he took it out of the dishwasher and set it down and it just broke i was like how how does this happen? I don't understand.
0: (laughs) I definitely agree though, that the French press is the best. Um, I never really noticed the difference until you actually make it. And then you're like, Oh, okay. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. It was the same earlier this year. I had a K cup, like a Keurig maker. And then I switched it for a pour over. So I had the funnel with the filter in it over my cup, Ooh. and I was just pouring it over cup by cup, which was another way to get that full-bodied flavor. But you're doing it cup by cup, and this way I'm able to do it in the French press, and I can have like two to three cups in just one sitting. So
1: <laughs> pour over—it's a lot of work for a pour over. It is. My husband always wanted to try it, but he then decided to switch to espresso. He—we got a an espresso machine.
0: My friend likes to do the pour over just because she like keeps the electric stove on like the lowest setting so it keeps the hot water hot so she's always getting like a piping hot cup of coffee you know we're like if the French press sits there long enough it can get cold and that's like her only reasoning for it but I definitely prefer the French press also just because like you said you get it all in one sitting.
1: Yeah, Exactly and they have that special um like filters that you have to buy you know there's no real filter for the french press for the other ones you have that little filter right that's all mm-hmm. the ones that i can think of have that like cone special cone filter because you can't even use just a regular you know coffee filter so yeah right no am i right melissa so
2: the i don't filter- remember So for the pour over that I had, it was actually a stainless steel. um, It is like a stainless steel cone, but I take regular coffee filters and I put it inside that. So I don't have the mess to clean up because I just take it out. Like you do a regular percolator. So it wasn't super messy, but it also, it also helps filtering out the coffee. I think even though the French press is, like I said, in my opinion, the best way to go It's a little bit messier because you have to take out the, you know, the, uh, what do you call it? The handle, like the lead, and you have to clean the filter that it's attached to, and you have to take the grounds out of the bottom. But again, I still stand by the French press.
0: Check out your stainless steel ones for sure. Especially for my klutzy husband,
1: apparently. And it's like the only thing that he's like consistently broken.
2: (laughs) Mine is always my coffee cups. And then he complains why I have so many coffee cups and I'm sitting here be like, cause you break them in the dishwasher. Every time they come out, there's a new chip. And then of course the, he, I still get the complaint that you just have too much. And I tell him, well, I'm just going to have to build, you know, buildings and that's just where they're going to sit. Love it. You never have too many coffee cups. That's crazy. No, never.
1: I don't remember if you answered, how do you take your coffee? Do you take it with like, like cream and sugar? Do you make like a little bit of like whip
2: it's really all of them. I can drink my coffee black, um, especially my actual coffee, because it's very smooth and it has low acidic taste to it, but I can drink it black. I can drink it with cream and sugar, although I'm really not a regular cream and sugar type person. I can still take it like that, especially hotel coffee, but <laughs> I really like just having a little bit of actual you know, coffee creamer in there, uh, specifically sweet cream is my favorite putting a little bit of that in there. And then there's coconut flavor. I'm a really big coconut person. So a little bit of that coconut flavor, but not a whole lot. Nice.
1: I know I take mine with almond milk. My husband makes the espresso and then we have um, like a sugar-free caramel that I put in. Mm. It's pretty close to like, um, I I make a macchiato. (laughs) At home instead of spending like the $5 to -hmm. get one from Starbucks. But I'm still a sucker for Starbucks on occasion too. So whatever.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, it's... it's It's so much cheaper making coffee at home. And and nowadays with a lot of people working remotely, you know, just makes sense saving that money. Yeah. I I do like Starbucks too. I know.
1: It's like, it's like, I can't help it. It's like right there. It's
2: convenient. It's on my way to the store. Gosh, darn it. (laughs) Mine too. And especially during summer when you have like the Frappuccinos and it's all frozen and yes. It's sometimes it's just like, uh, but I want a treat. It it yeah it's a de- I call it a dessert coffee.
0: It really like, is. I think Starbucks Absolutely. is
2: a dessert coffee. Definitely. Yes. So
0: I know one of the biggest questions right now is because we've been in COVID for so long. Has COVID affected your business?
2: No, actually, I think um, it's been perfect for my business because now most people are you know purchasing coffee online and just having it shipped directly to them. So I think e-commerce as a whole, it has been booming even more so during what happened with COVID.
0: Well, that's amazing then. COVID was a benefit for you, which I mean, heck yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Benefit. It's a win. What inspired you to create Southern Sweet and Sassy? So I'm a huge coffee lover and it was one of the big things with my time in the Navy. It also kept me sane during deployment. So when my husband was deployed, you know, we have four kids and when you have four kids under the age of like seven and eight, you need to have something to help relax you. So for me, it's just, it's something that I do every day. And there's another reasoning behind it as well. Not just because I love it, but (laughs) it's, it's the focal point of really any good conversation. I mean, if you think about it, minus the unicorns that drink tea. So if you think about it, it really is the, you know, focal point of any good conversation. And for me, it's about that connection. It's about connecting with, you know, a friend. It's about connecting with family. I'm really big, you know, with the military community. So it's about connecting military families with military families or the spouses with the spouses, especially during transition time. So it just kind of, helps create an inclusive environment.
0: Where did the name come from?
2: Oh, let me tell you about this name. Okay. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I love this part. I'm actually a Californian native. So I was born and raised in California before I joined the Navy. And my husband is from South Carolina. So we retired here in South Carolina. So I'm kind of like a South Carolinian transplant. So that's where the Southern comes from but sweet and sassy is because I am a Puerto Rican Gemini and that oh. within itself can be kind of like crazy sauce.
0: <laughs> so it encompasses all things you, I like it.
2: All things me.
1: <laughs> do people sometimes not realize it's a like coffee company, like a roast coffee to table type of company. Do you ever have any issues with that?
2: I do. I do. And to be, you know, to be honest, when I, came up with the name and this is what I wanted to name my company. I didn't even think about that aspect. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool because it really, you know, like we were saying, it really does encompass everything me. But I didn't think that people would automatically assume I'm a bakery. I would love to be a bakery. I would love to actually bake these really good treats that people can eat. But I'm just not that creative.
1: (laughs) To me, though, it does encompass coffee because like I didn't even like – Rietta brought up that question to me and I was like, but that is coffee. It's sweet and sassy. Like Are it's serious? giving you that pu- like, you know, that pep. And then I was yeah. like, oh yeah, no, I can see then it's like mm-hmm. it takes you a second you're like, oh yeah, no, it it could be something different. You're yeah. right. It's not automatically assumed that is a coffee company. I
0: was just Sorry. saying I do love the name. I think it's great, but I just know like m- my mind originally when I heard Southern Sweet and Sassy did not I didn't it wasn't coffee. It was, it was almost like you said, like baked goods or some type Mm -hmm. of food.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's, that's kind of why in the logo itself, I put coffee as like the focal point, but it just, it never fails. It never fails. If you see the name without the logo, then that, you know, that's kind of like what goes to people's minds first is, oh, you know, baked goods. But when you see the logo, then it just kind of makes sense.
0: Yeah, the logo's super cute, and that definitely helps. Cause, you know, gotta have that little coffee cup, <laughs> just
2: yeah. like in
1: and actually in our like little logo design. What is there in the middle? Coffee cups for our podcast it was because meant to be. we're like, yeah, it, it was yes. because it's this is a conversation between people. Exactly. So you're a hundred percent right, correct?
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Love that you said that aspect because I've definitely had. A lot of good like memories and conversations Mm -hmm. over coffee for sure so
2: yeah coffee's just
1: my go-to I don't I wouldn't be you know walking talking
2: my kids are alive because I drink
1: coffee (laughs) yeah otherwise you're gonna strangle them (laughs) (laughs) and I don't even have kids but I imagine
2: that that's what it would be like (laughs) yeah it's just like (laughs) you know you just have to stop and say okay give me five minutes and then we'll revisit what you just done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, That sounds about right.
0: So as a fellow military spouse, something that I always love to ask other military spouses is, you know, you guys have been in for a long time, 17 years. What's one of the favorite places that you've been stationed?
2: So we're actually retired now. So my husband retired as at 20, we've been married 17 years and then I've had, yes. And then I've had my time in, but I have two places that I absolutely love. And the first one is Hawaii. So we were stationed there for, yes, for two dirt, uh, two tour duty stations. So we were stationed there twice and uh, it was back to back. So it wasn't like, you know, we went back, but that's actually where we met. And that's where I was stationed. We were doing the same job in the same shop, working with torpedoes. How and, cool! Yes. And we met each other that way. And it was because our first class is the only reason we ended up getting together. Cause I think we were kind of skirting around each other, um, not wanting to make the first move. So um, yeah. And we got married there in Hickam and, and it was wonderful. But then the next one is in Washington state. I love Washington state. Everybody's like, "Well, it just rains so much and it's so dreary." No, 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 no! It is beautiful, and the air quality is amazing, and there's just so many things to do, you know, so many things to see. Um, but yeah, it was, it was. Those two are my favorite places.
0: I've heard nothing but good things about Washington. I just had a, a friend of mine who's she's Army. They just left Washington State for Korea, and she was so sad to leave Washington.
2: Yes, yeah, so it's just it's a beautiful state. Oh my goodness, I loved it. And w- we walked to a. I think it was uh Snoqualmie Falls I think that's how you say it Snoqualmie Falls and we walked there and it was oh I love it
1: yeah actually Rietta's in um Hawaii and then I just went and Mm. I I visited her recently so how'd you like it I wish I would have had more time (laughs) way too much to do in just a week Mm -hmm. I was like damn you Tom why didn't you have more time off (laughs)
2: <laughs> yes. We used to go to Bellows. We went to Bellows. And let mm-hmm. me tell you a little story about Bellows. I got stung by Manowars on uh, both ankles at oh Bellows for the first time. Yeah. For the first oh time. And, I, and it's never happened since. I also did the, I don't know what you would call it, like the, over at the, the golf area where you're doing like the line drive.
0: Oh, the driving range?
2: Uh, yes. The driving range. So I, I did that too, uh, but it was, it was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, Bellows is kind of notorious for uh, war. We've only gone a couple times, and only the two times that we've gone, both times the beach has been covered with wars. It must oh. just be like where it is that it, they just all like funnel in there or whatever. But yeah, yeah they're nasty. are the worst. They're jellyfish. Oh, okay. Got it. Fish, yeah, layman's
1: yeah. term here. I, I, I wasn't on the <laughs> island.
0: <laughs> Give me the layman's terms. Yeah, it's they're, like just, they're, they're just jelly. <laughs> They're just jellyfish. Um, that's just their like their official name.
1: So, what advice would you give a small business owner or somebody who's just tra- starting a business?
2: Oh my goodness! If you are military affiliated in any way, get together with those organizations that will help. You know, like AMSI, the Rosie Network. There's there's others too. Uh, Act now education. So mm-hmm. Act Now Education. Actually, if I did not reach out to Act Now Education, I would have never gotten connected with Jay Salters, and he would have I, he, I, he I would have never been pointed in the direction by him to all these wonderful organizations. And it's because of them I'm where I'm at today. If I didn't have those connections or those network works, I don't think uh, my company would be as successful as it is today
0: at all. Jay is the man. He's, he's awesome.
2: Amazing. He's amazing. And just all that he does while being on active duty and deployed. Yep. It's like, Jay, get some sleep.
0: Yeah. He's got like all the the companies because there's like Vets to CEO and yeah. Dog Tag. What's it? It's like Patriot Boot Camp. Like there's a oh, whole yeah. bunch of them. There's so many. Oh,
2: so many. And I went to through Vets to CEO, which was. Very much so like services CEO, which I just graduated from the Rosie network. So I graduated that now I'm going through bunker labs, the veterans and residents. So mm-hmm. I'm a part of that right now.
0: Awesome. I applied to bunker, but didn't get accepted this year, but that's totally fine.
2: Yeah. But I'm like, if I, if I never connected with Jay, just by chance, I would have never been pointed in. Any- I would have never known.
0: Yeah. So what about for our non-military friends? Anything you've got for our non-military friends?
2: I would say reach out to your local SBA, but you're really going to have to be on top of them because if you don't harass them, they're, they're just not very communicative. They're not super helpful. So to definitely, you know, keep going at them.
1: Well, and for the business in general, because it's not easy.
2: It is not easy. I mean, even I you know, have been trying to uh, get information for my certifications through the SBA. Cause you know, your woman owned, your minority owned, your, even your vet owned, service disabled vet owned still goes through, you know, kind of like some, I guess, go through the VA, but most go through SBA and you really have to go through them in order to get these certifications. But if they're not communicative, it's very hard. So that, and it depends on the state, I have a friend who's in Texas and she got all of her certifications like that because Texas has an amazing website that will help you get all the certifications that you need. South Carolina does not. So South Carolina, it's really hard to get connected with anybody in those aspects. Like I said, without my, without our military community, that probably would have not lasted this long in business.
0: Do you do everything yourself? Like, are you like the main person? Like, are you roasting the coffee and bagging it and shipping it and doing all of it?
2: No. So I am partnered with an amazing roaster out of California. The only thing I don't do is the roasting and the shipping. Everything else is just me.
0: That's impressive, wow. girl. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So if you guys, you know, need a job in social media or something like that, I can't pay much yet. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I understood
1: social media enough to help you. Right?
2: Although, I, <laughs> like-
1: although I did explain how to do reels to my dad. He's gotten it. He's like, oh my God, Reels, this is fun. I'm like, oh my God, what? I created a monster. (laughs) Should have never showed him.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's funny because, you know, most of like all my social media has been, uh, I've been winging it. Mm -hmm. I am no expert. And I think with any small business, it really, you're winging it.
0: I'm fairly decent at it. So maybe I could help you. (laughs) (laughs) Please.
2: I hate it all.
1: It's all basically my bane of existence, but like I have to
0: go on and
1: post every Friday for our podcast. And, and while I'm doing it, I'm like, I hate this, but I'm doing it.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I got to sell books, so I have to mm-hmm. post to social media at least I try to do it at least four times a week. Cause it makes all the difference.
2: It does. It does. I unfortunately do it every day. I do it every day because I'm still, you know, a new business. It doesn't matter how far I've grown and scaled. I'm still Mm -hmm. a new business. And to get my brand out there, I have to put content out there. So I batch it month by month. It literally is every day at the same time I have it scheduled and anything outside of 10 o'clock is just an, in addition to, because something, you know, came up that day. So it's like a, you know, off chance type post, but even you know batching it and and thinking about what to say for these different mm-hmm. days can can be a lot of work. It's a lot of work, and like I said, I'm not creative. I don't write books. I, I mean, I just I'm not good with copy. So anything that you see, literally, it's it's me winging it and hoping that it resonates with somebody.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: gotta love social so get media the likes
1: and the follows and all uh, and yeah. beat the yeah. ad
0: algorithms and
2: whatnot.
1: I have exactly. to say.
0: I stopped posting on the weekends because my weekends, I don't know about you, performed absolutely horrible because everybody's out doing things. They're with their family, especially during the summer. They're swimming. They're doing whatever. So I stopped posting mm-hmm. on the weekends because it literally was doing me nothing but driving me crazy. And have you noticed a difference? Like no difference? Uh, yes. In- my, my account does better when I do not post on the weekends.
2: I might have to try that.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the science is. I don't know what the algorithm, like whatever it is behind it, makes sense
2: to me
1: because everybody's out. You're trying to not be on social media on the weekend. I think that's what it is. Actually, focus on what you're doing when you're out. You know, versus Monday through Friday, it's like, eh, you get home, whatever. It doesn't. Yeah,
0: I think that. I think that's what it is. And I have a friend who's a fairly decent influencer. I think she's got like twenty thousand followers, and she doesn't post on the weekends. So I'm like, well, if she's doing it. I'm yeah. gonna
2: <laughs> Okay, hold up. Now that 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 means what I can do is I can take the remaining weekends of this month and then the weekends that I did from the I have I have more content. So that actually helps.
0: See? There you go. Now you're <laughs> set I'll for an extra like month.
2: Yeah. See, we're Let all helping know. each other out here. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll just say you know, I'll just see how it works. But I, I can tell you one thing though is that everything that you see on social media is authentic. It's literally what you see is what you get. I, it's me and it's crazy form.
0: I love yep. that you post it yourself. Cause like, it also gives people a way to connect with like the owner and the CEO. Like you mm-hmm. can't do that with all companies. So that's really awesome that you mm-hmm. do it.
1: Sometimes you can't even get a response back from companies. Mm-hmm. If, I mean, even like medium size, like not just a small business, but like yeah. people in general. I think yeah. it makes and a I- big
0: difference. For sure. Because we went here. There's a I don't know if they were here when you were here. Probably not. I don't think they're that old. Um, and Connie yeah. went too while she was here. There's a whiskey company here. And when you go to a tour, the owner takes you on the tour, like you get to meet him and hang out with him. And like, how many companies oh, yeah. do that? No, nobody.
1: My right. husband was ecstatic over it because he had the owner sign his bottle. He's like, I bottled this whiskey. I labeled it. I sealed it. I corked it. And the owner signed it. Like he's super proud.
2: That is awesome. No, I don't, I don't remember um, a whiskey company being there when we were there. I have customers reaching out to me via email, you know, my info email. And um, I answer I'm yeah. like, I, I'd, I'd like to have that relationship with my customers and answer any questions that they may have, um, in hopes that, you know, they will be a repeat customer and, you know, they'll mm-hmm. just, they'll want so, to be part of a, our community.
1: So for your coffee, cause I, it's been a while since I wrote these questions, is it like a subscription for the coffee as well? Or is it just like a one-time purchase or both?
2: It's both. So you can set up a a subscription and there is discounts depending on how often you have coffee shipped to you. And there is a rewards and referrals program. So you can earn coffee, you can earn discounts, um, so many things. And there's the the opportunity where you can just, you know, purchase as needed basis.
0: Yeah. I like that you have both options because Mm -hmm. You know, it also gives the ability to like to try all the cool flavors you had, because I think you saw I think I saw you had like a bourbon one, which my husband would freaking love. And there was yeah, or whiskey. Yeah. And then there was a mint rainbow. And I was like, dude, I need to Mm -hmm. try all these. Yes. The mint rainbow is one of our newest.
2: Mm -hmm. That and Sweet Misery. I love (laughs) Sweet Misery. Sweet, sweet
1: misery. Just give me a cup of that sweet, sweet misery.
0: They all just sound awesome.
2: Yeah. And I named them all.
0: Yeah. See, you are creative. You gave them all the cool names. You are creative.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I need them all. We also do wholesale. So we have the opportunity to supply businesses if they want to use it or if they want to sell it. Um, So we we do have that. We do B2B and B2C.
0: Nice. You've been married for 17 years. Now that I know it's 17 years, not in the military, 17 years. Do you have any marriage advice for our lovely listeners?
2: Oh my goodness. You you have to have a really good sense of humor and slay yes. off of each other. That's the thing. So my husband and I, we are complete opposites. Like I am aggressive. Puerto Rican Gemini, what do you expect? I'm crazy <laughs> sauce. My husband is very passive. So he, it, it's almost like it's a running joke when people ask him, well, go ask your wife, or when people ask him, well, why do you have to ask your wife? And he's like, you don't understand. My wife wears the pants in the family. <laughs> so I run everything by my wife. It's just like, we play off of each other. So if somebody were on the outside and looking in at our relationship, they probably might think we're a little bit crazy, but it's funny. It's, running commentary between us in a conversation. And I don't know how else to describe it. We hit off each other and we just have really good sense of humor and um, we'll have really good conversations. Everything is delegated to me. I mean, it's not without its bumps. We have had a lot of times where I wasn't even sure if we were gonna make it. There were times when there was a time period where we were separated. We were separated living in two separate places. because we needed to have that break, we needed to reevaluate our marriage. We needed to reevaluate our relationship. But even during the entire separation, he was only five minutes down the street from me. But yet, he was still at my house, you know, with our kids. We still had, you know, really good. He was my best friend, and he still is my best friend. Um, even though sometimes I want to knock him out, but <laughs> that's marriage. You know, it's not perfect. It's not easy. It is work. It's like another job, but you know, it's, it's worth it because you have somebody there going through the day-to-day with you. You have somebody that understands you. You have somebody that is just comfortable with you and just has been with you for so long. And somebody that, you know, has your back no matter what.
1: Yeah. How did you guys, uh, like decide to like patch things up and for like him to come back and stuff like
2: that? I moved. (laughs) It was, it was simple. It was simple as that. So I ended up Um, And this was pre company uh, was years ago, but I ended up with a job opportunity down here in the Charleston area from South Carolina, like Northern South Carolina. And it would have been about three hours away. Obviously the kids came, you know, came with me, even when we separated, we were still five minutes down from the street from each other. And he was able to come over at any point in time. I could pop over there. We had each other. But me moving three hours away kind of took that away. That's when he realized that, hey, mm-mm, this isn't happening. This isn't happening. We, we this isn't
1: gonna work. I don't like this. this. Not.
2: He's like, no, no, no. We're, um. So, <laughs> so he likes to say that uh, he needed his pina colada. Uh, well, I he love, got it back.
0: Yeah. I love how like yeah. it seriously takes that for men like. I've had to have that moment with my husband too, where I'm like, I'm going home to see my family. I need a break. And like the moment I'm gone, he's like, come back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, why did it take me leaving for you to be like, okay, I need you come back.
2: Yeah. They <laughs> yeah. don't realize it. They don't realize it until you're really, really gone. And you're not within close proximity. And they're like, yeah, this, there's something wrong here. This isn't right. That
1: literally happened to my my brother and uh, sister-in-law until like she actually moved out because he he's like, no, you need to get out. And then she got out and he was like, no, I'm going to move in with you. (laughs) I was like, all right, men. Yeah. (laughs) You don't miss it until it's gone,
0: I guess. (laughs) I guess there's a there's a song about that, too. I guess there's a reason there was a song written. (laughs) Exactly. There's a song about everything. (laughs) That's that's true. There is. Yeah.
1: And that's why music is so wonderful. Mm -hmm. So when like a little bit of research for this little podcast episode, your website or whatever says that, that you're bringing coffee and community together. How do you view your company as doing that?
2: So it, it again. It's the focal point of any, any conversation. So my mission is to be able to connect military spouses to one another during times of transition over a cup of coffee. In my experience, every time we would PCS, I, we wouldn't have any family near us. We wouldn't have. We I wouldn't know anybody in the new location. My husband was the one who had the sponsor who got in contact with him, but there wasn't anybody for family during my experience. So for me, it's more like if you see a new military family moving in, invite the spouse over for a cup of coffee and just get to know this person, get to know their family, get to know their kids and see, you know, if there's a way to link the kids up with other kids in the neighborhood. Because I know a lot of kids get displaced, you know, especially as they get older and they already make these friendships and they have to leave those friendships for another location, sometimes they take it really hard. So it's more of creating an inclusive environment for all military families during that time.
1: So everybody can use a cup of coffee.
0: Oh yeah. When we moved out here to Hawaii, I was like, I am literally as far away from everything as humanly possible. Yeah. What now?
2: Right, and it would have been so much easier had somebody you know brought you over and just kind of started that relationship building with you. Because I know for me, in my experience, the friends that I've made as a military spouse, they're still my friends. They are Mm -hmm. not in my area, but I know I can go to them and pick up where we've left off and have the conversation, even if it's virtual. I think, what, was it earlier this year or last year? No, it was last year for Thanksgiving. Uh, I went down to Jacksonville and um, stopped by a friend's house that I haven't seen since Washington. And, you know, we picked up where we left off and she's amazing. That's kind of, you know, what we need.
1: Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people now because of COVID have like seen that, that like, you know, you can still have a friendship, even if there's distance and you can still have like these like Zoom meetings and important phone calls and stuff like that, even if you're far away.
0: Exactly. You can have a cup of coffee over Zoom, just like we are right now.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I need to start just having like coffee, but it's always too late because all of our, you know, meetings are always at like five thirty. And if I have it now, I will be up for a while. Unless you drink decaf, and that's no well, maybe fun. Not. No,
2: it's not. my husband it's would fine, be like fine.
1: decaf in this household. <laughs> it's like I disown you. Yeah, basically. <laughs> My one last question. So where do you see Southern sweet and sassy going from here?
2: Do you want to expand? Obviously, you know, because I'm strictly e-commerce, I have the entire nation. So I definitely want to continue growing and scaling. In the beginning, when I created the company, the intent was to be just as big as Black Rifle, just on the military spouse side. That's my target market. Yes, I can you know, yes, I'm part of the veteran community, but I'm also part of the military spouse community. And I feel as a military spouse, we need to have a coffee company that's strictly for us, you know, that can speak to us and the connections that we make. I mean, I'd like to say we're bold and kick ass and, you know, shooting things up, but that's not us. You know, we're about family and connection and friendships. And so I just... You know, I want to grow and scale to the point where we are a household name in with military families and, you know, where everybody just knows who we are and said, yeah, we love their coffee. And
0: yeah, yeah, and that's, and that's just different branding. Like uh, we taught, I just did oh, an authors yeah. conference and that was one of the big things we talked about, like. Your branding is just different than Black Rifle. Like they are appealing yep. to like the Marines, the kickass, the, the man, the, the high the man caffeine level. Man. Where oh, you're appealing,
1: yeah.
0: Where <laughs> you're appealing more to the woman, calm, loving household. So they are. So yeah. you definitely can be on the same playing field as I'm, just in a different mm-hmm.
2: brand. Exactly, and that's our intent.
0: Well, we'll we hope that you get there and hopefully our podcast maybe will even help you get there. At least a few new customers anyway.
2: Yes, that'd be amazing.
0: (laughs) We will make sure there will be a link in the podcast notes so they can go straight to your website and order all things coffee.
2: Yes, awesome.
1: Thank you for joining us. This is uh, How to Deal When Shit Gets Real. Everybody, thank you for joining us and check us out on all of social medias, new Episodes are out every Friday. Don't forget to rate and review.